Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, and welcome back to another random episode of Random Side Note Podcast. I'm your boy Dre here with the rest of the Rando gang, and we are here to bring you some live entertainment. How have y'all been this week, gang? Better than last week. I'll say this this week has been better than last week, solely because it went by kind of fast. And then I'm looking forward to this week because the three-day holiday. Exactly. Yes, it is Labor Day coming up. What about you, Nick? How you been? Girl, I forgot it was gonna be a three day holiday. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, I mean, it was straight. You know what I'm saying? I got my day off. You know, got a couple of days, three. Yeah, days, you know. So, how many days a year y'all get? I'm like, I don't care how many days a year to get. But as, as for me and me, I get what I want to get. Okay, amen. Amen. Hey man, D, what's up? My weekend's been good. They finally came and fixed my air condition. Like it's not 90 degrees in DC. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I'm looking forward to this uh weekend. I'm taking off additional Ooh. days Me on too. this holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. I, I, need, I, I, I need extended. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I mean, you need more time, more time. <laughs> exactly. Akeem, what's up with you? How you been? So, on that note, D, I too have extended my holiday. Uh, past three days, we are going to be having and celebrating 17 days of holiday. My boss really, really just gave me down. Uh, I think I had a panic attack this week myself. And um, so I took off uh, 14 days of work because. I just need a moment. Nick is not, knowing, not, not knowing that it was a holiday. So then I was like, ooh, got three extra days. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. But it's because I already started with Will. I've gone to the um, Alabama State uh, Howard game yesterday. But yeah, I'm also taking me an extended holiday this week. <laughs> so well, uh, I feel like a proud parent over here. Right. Yeah, you, ru- <laughs> you rubbing so, off on us. You rubbing off on us. I told y'all prepare the others. Cause guess what? Because guess what? Why y'all y'all sitting over there stressing at the job and kill y'all self or whatever? If y'all croak, guess what? They gonna find somebody tomorrow. Exactly. I saw I saw this article where uh, where this post where they were like giving a memorandum to a person that died, but they also had their their job posted in the same email. So it was no, that's what <laughs> yeah. for. like that's yeah. terrible ignorance. Like, why would you do that? And I'm just like, yeah, so that put a lot in perspective for me. Like, I'm not gonna kill myself for these jobs. Oh, no. you need to say that one more time for the people in the back. Don't do what <laughs> kill yourself. Kill yourself. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Did y'all see that? What is it? Quiet quitting. That yes, yes. So, some people don't work at all, though. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. But it's like how you, like, basically 
throttle that. Like you are doing less, right? But I, I also think it's like I, I just think you should do your job. Like mm-hmm. at, at bare minimum, you need to do your job because if you don't do your job, then other people like like Nikki said, you prepare other people because they have to pick up your slack, and you don't want that to be consistent. Exactly. I mean, and it's it's prevalent on my team. Like there are two other managers on my team where it's like they be doing all this extra stuff, and I'm just like, and then they be behind on their own work though. <laughs> like, and I'm be, I do my job, and I sit there first. <laughs> so, yo, I was thinking. What do y'all always carry around with y'all? What is something that you always carry with you? I would say my phone. However, I am the type if if I leave and I leave my phone and I'm and I'm already like past a certain point, I'm not going back for it. Ooh, Nikki, like oh. no. Oh, I'm gonna be. Oh, Charlie, I'm gonna be late to work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm going back for my phone. <laughs> That's like an extension of me. So I was like, right. I forgot that's, something. That's like me leaving out the house with one arm. Like, no, that ain't happening. <laughs> nah. I would say earrings because I'll go back home or I'll be late over earrings. Like, if I get halfway to work and realize I don't have earrings, I go back home. For real? Yeah. I do not like being without earrings. <laughs> I do not like. I would be in my house without earrings, okay, okay. but I would never go outside without earrings. And so you, so you would literally turn around and go back and get some earrings, just like I would about my phone. I would go back and get earrings. It would mess with me all day. Yeah, it's like a feeling like you're dressed, right? It's like mm-hmm. essential. Yeah, I, I mean, I, not with the earrings, but. It's almost like that with my wallet, though. Like if I if if I misplace my wallet or don't have it, it feels like I'm I lost a part of me as well. Uh, so I'm trying to get away from the cell phone work because I that's number one. But my wallet is number two. Like I gotta have my wallet. I gotta have my ID. And I, it's just something about not having my ID that like freaks me out. Um, I feel like we're so digital now that you can leave your wallet and have almost everything you need to be able to like function throughout the day. But I, right. I feel you. Right. Cause I've left my wallet. I've noticed that I left my wallet and I've needed to get cash and I've gone to the ATM with my phone and just, you know, pull it out. So you could do that. I always carry chapstick. Is there anything that you would leave at home, like leave at home and go back and get? My phone. Okay. That was pretty much <laughs> the consensus, except for D. D said if she get over halfway, she ain't going back. <laughs> yeah, if I'm over halfway, I ain't going back either. She right. Mm-mm, man, I gotta have my phone. Because <laughs> then if I get bored, if I ain't got no undershirt, I'm bored. Not uh, wait, wait. What you mean? No undershirt. I have to have an undershirt on. I tell you, Tom. Like a like a like a sports bra. No, no, a tank top. Shirt. Oh. You know how your mama used to make you wear undershirts when you were jungle? Well, Dre and I know <laughs> a lot about this. Oh. See, yes. I, I have to have one on. If I don't, I feel like I'm naked. I only had to have one on in the winter. What? No, you um, need it in the summertime so it can soak up all so that sweat. Your sweat. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's just like how it is with her earrings. I'm the same way. I'm turned back around and I'm going to get it. 
like I have some in my car, so. <laughs> All right, Nikki. Well, a lot has happened this week. So before we jump into King's Red of the Week, the Biden administration announced their plan to forgive a student loan up to $20,000 if you have like the Pell Grant type loans. And there has sparked a lot of controversy regarding the forgiveness of student loans. But the White House had time last week <laughs> for the representatives who also spoke out about it. And they really publicized how many of the PPP loans that these representatives had and that they also were forgiven. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on the student loan thing? It's trash. He did the bare ass minimum. What do you student loan? forgiveness also i should have got me a ppp loan and just paid off my student loan since they were just forgiving all this anyway exactly well and i agree with you i think he could have did better but i'm grateful that it's more money than i had <laughs> like it, he forgive at least he forgave some of them so, <laughs> i guess and everybody doesn't qualify there are also other stipulations that mm. exclude people and my whole thing is it doesn't matter. I, I feel like if you have student loans, you should be eligible for forgiveness at the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it it doesn't matter if people went to Ivy League schools or if they went to community college. Mm -hmm. It was predatory lending, A, and higher education should not cost that much for you to have to work 20 years just to pay back student loans. This is a mortgage. 20, 30 years. It's a mortgage. It is a mortgage. At the, at the rate my eyes are, it is a mortgage. A mortgage in almost California. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mine went there. I ain't got no mortgage in California. I had a, I had a, I had a modest home in Atlanta. Probably not where Very nice. <laughs> But and, and I agree. I, I and just think about like we were eighteen when we a lot of us when we took these loans out, we were eighteen. We know we knew nothing about nope. about paying this back and but then it almost I feel bamboozled. And I'm I always say this, I feel bamboozled because they were like, You take these loans out, then you'll make the money so that you can pay them back. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm just like, Yeah, I, I'm making like a fraction of of the loan. So at this rate, like they said, it'd be like 20, 30 years before I pay them off. I might be dead and they still be there. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. They did a very bad job explaining how all of this would come into term when it's time to pay it back. I didn't know I was going to have 30 different loans with six different interest rates. And then you turn around and give me $10,000, which is probably like 10% of the interest overall that I owe right now. Um, but I kind of feel like the same way we got those checks during the pandemonium um, and now the world has gone crazy and we pay so much for everything. I feel like something similar is going to happen after this $10,000. I feel like we're going to end up paying it back in something else. So I don't really feel I feel like there's a catch. I don't feel like it's going to benefit us. I think we we'll end up paying it back anyway. I, I, I agree. I, I think I even though I've read some articles where it says that forgiving the laws are bad for the economy, but then there are some articles that say it is good for the economy. I just think we just should all just start over with a clean slate at this point. Because like, <laughs> a lot of people say they, they, they did forgave their loans. <laughs> yeah, I forgave mine. He should forgive them. Like, this is crazy. 
Like, we're not voting him again anyway. So. <laughs> but it's also not enough for giving to boost the account, the economy. No. I'm sorry. We it's still owe so much money. It's not doing anything for the economy. I'm sorry. <laughs> he had said 50K, no stipulations, out of bed life. Yep. <laughs> that would have put it down. A Maybe. Day, literally. I think they should do a percentage base. So, like, we're going to forgive 50% of everybody's long end. So, that amount will vary based on how many loans you got. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sir, let's go back to the 50 Let's be more fair because if that's true, I believe University and Wilgate got what I got. Okay. But no. I, I, I think he should have said 50%. And then oh. I'll be like, oh, we good. <laughs> 50K is fair. Okay. This is equity. This is equity, not equality. So there was this one lady on Twitter last week, and I don't know all on her name, but she was basically saying she she went to the she served in the military, she had a GI Bill, she got all these degrees, <laughs> and basically we should get out get jobs and work because uh, she um, she funded her school. exactly. And so the Twitter feed went the Twitter land went off on her because basically we what we paid for you to go to school, man. I keep her all right, let's move on. Uh, another hot thing that I noticed this week was uh, Aries Spears and uh, his comments towards Lizzo. I don't know if y'all heard what he said about her. That is. <laughs> oh, wait, who, who are you talking about? <laughs> In this case, Aries. Oh, okay, because I was like, oh. he says that basically he says that he can't get past the fact that Lizzo looks like the poop emoji. When asked about her music. And I can't get past said. the fact that your nose look like a marshmallow and you got black bags <laughs> up under your eyes. And you, no, you can't talk about you nobody know, and Eric, you look like a sack of potatoes. On, um, Mad was, TV. He was on Mad TV. He was a black guy on Mad TV. Yes. Just a comedian. And so Mike Elf stepped in to defend Lizzo and basically was like, we ain't heard from you since Mad TV, blah, blah, blah. And then he clapped back at Mike Elf and said, Maybe you need to turn up your funny and turn down your suits because um, <laughs> you've been dressed all flashy and not as funny at your at your events. He lied. Mike Epps is funny. He lied. Mike Epps is funny. Mike is, Mike is funny. I, I can li- listen to Mike all day. <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike is funny. So it makes it easier to look at. He is for an old man. <laughs> she, she said he is for an old man. But do y'all do y'all older. older. Oh. Do y'all think Lizzo bring these comments on her on herself? Based that on her about, action. That I mean, I'm just this before I think that a little bit. She I don't know. I, I that I, comment I, though. There are some comments that she brings to herself, but that comment was is a no, and that was very unnecessary and very disciple speech. Especially so, if you look the way that you look. Y'all gonna have to send me a picture because I do not know who y'all talking about. I got you. Hold on. You You don't know when she see him. I will say these are two separate things, right? So one is the comedian side. Was he trying to be funny or no? It was an interview. It was an interview, so he wasn't Mm -hmm. trying to be funny. It wasn't a joke. He wasn't. He was. He was serious about his opinion. Yes. So then it comes into we all know that Lizzo struggles with her physical appearance, Mm -hmm. like. She tries very much so to put her best foot forward in terms of body positivity, but that she like has a hard time dealing with 
you know, her image and the response she receives from the things that she does online. Oh, I think oh. to each their own though. You don't think she have she struggles with that? Yeah, she does. She says it. She says it. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Let me just say what I'm gonna say about this. Right. If I if I think I'm fat and not presentable to the public, I'm not outside with my shirt off and my ass out everywhere. So if you think that you are that, why would you be outside promoting that and then saying I have body issues and calling it body positivity? I'm confused by this concept. But it's but if you listen, issue. right? And but if you listen to her, she she even said that I struggle with yeah. my appearance. Uh, coming up now she's coming into herself and she's stepping out her comfort zone but she there is still that internal struggle that she has and she said that you know, i don't know if you watch her dancing show i think when she was looking for like a backup dancer on um uh, amazon prime she has a show where she also talks about it too when she's looking for uh, plus size dancers i think that's production sorry so you so, so you don't think this lady struggles with body positivity i do not I think we all do it to a certain some degree, though. Like, I, I, then why, I think that, then why put your ass out everywhere if you struggle with this and you know everybody's going to see it? Why do it? Because I think she's trying really hard to convince herself and others. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I agree with AB. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good answer. I I still have my thoughts on her, but I also feel. Like she does it because if she does it first, people can't. People, it, it's a wall. It's like an armor because if I just show the world everything, people can't hurt me in the same way. It's only me and myself and, and my thoughts and how I perceive it versus them. So she's trying to, like, you get all of this, right? <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, and lastly, last week, House of the Dragon premiered on HBO Max, and it had a very, very high viewership as well. It has also garnered a renewal for season two, and it was just, we've only seen one episode of this. I watched it. It it started slow, but but by the time it got to the end, I was like, okay. Did y'all see the the Twitter post where the whole building in that city was watching House of the Dragon, and you can see it? I was like, that is so cool. I think I the characters aren't as dynamic and, and part of it is because we just started but like I don't see a Tyrion Lannister I don't see a, a Cersei I don't see like the Hound I don't see like and, and it's probably too early but I was about like, to say <laughs> but I feel like in the first episodes you in the first episodes the going to Winterfell and all of that in Game of Thrones, you felt it, you saw it, you knew who was going to be like dynamic and engaging. And I think they have one character. Mm-hmm. I see well, so much more here. They, yeah, because they started introducing those families when when she when she stood up. But I, I also want to note that the black guy he he talked about the racism that he's gotten from like viewers because they cast him as in, in the show. Really? They cast him in the show, but also they also did a great job of also casting his kids as mixed because his wife is what like they it wasn't like they were just throwing it in there as oh this is a black person. I also, this is fantasy. Who cares what color you are? You can be true. Purple. 
But I also <laughs> like, so I know like criticism was like, where was the black people in Game of Thrones? But I also like when they introduced him and then I looked up more about his character, you realize that he's actually Valerian. And so it kind of gives a different aspect to, okay, cool. So everybody in Westeros is still white and they bought you over here to for Valeria. And so that's how you got here. But Valeria wasn't, wasn't a black place. Black. Okay. Listen. No, but I'm just saying Valeria sounds more like mixed, high class. It was a, it was a more robust society. When I think about Valeria, I think about a very robust society versus Westeros. I, I just don't think it had anything to do with color. And on Game of Thrones, there are some very non-white interesting characters. <laughs> Look at Nikki. <laughs> I'm laughing at Nikki because I'm looking at her because me and her don't watch the show. We both just like... <laughs> But but y'all can catch um, House of the Dragon on HBO Max on Sundays. All right, Akeem, what you got in your rent? Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Wait. If you need a little bit more background. Y'all talking about House of Dragon or Game of Thrones. I done heard about five different um, episodes. It's a a prequel to Game of Thrones. Oh, I got you. That's what's up. (laughs) Akeem, what you got in the rent of the week? My rent of the week is um, are, excuse me, that is, are parents who do not watch their children. Um, you should not be letting your children at any age run around neighborhoods that are not yours, going to people's houses that are not, are not, that you're not familiar with, and going into apartment complexes that you do not live in. Um, please get your children out of my complex. I pay too much money to live here for them to be breaking into package rooms, running up and down hallways, pressing doorwells, knocking on doors, and running down stairwells. It's really beginning to piss me off. Please watch your motherfucking kids before God be watching them. See, I don't know what are you on this on this death this death thing this this season. Did you say God gonna be watching them? We done. In the in the parents' defense, though, I live in apartment an apartment complex too, and I watch these kids because there's a high school right across the street. I watch these kids go to school, and around ten o'clock, they're walking, they're walking back from school, and I'm pretty sure their parents know. I don't know that they don't they don't be in school. I watch them all the time. They come, I watch them go, and then when I walk the dogs the second time, they walking back. And I know ain't no yeah, high school over at ten o'clock. Long as you make it the home, long as you make it the home room, you ain't gonna get no phone call. <laughs> oh, that's, that's it. Like seven thirty. That's in Hillsborough County. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You make it a home room, mm-hmm. you get counted in. Day, you ain't getting a phone call home. Now, if you don't make it a home, oh, yeah, they calling your mama there. So, if your parents think you were at school during the day, then they, they're they not really a <laughs> You know, they can't really stop them in your apartment a complex. They don't care about no, it. He said no, what they he said. My, they only have my complex on the weekend. So, that's oh, start one. Yeah, I don't, do they, do I don't, they live there? No, because when I called um, the courtesy officer, he said they do not live here. They took their quote unquote uncle or somebody, some family member's latch code. We have latch a latch system. They took the the code out the phone. That's how they use it to get in the door and run up and down the stairs. Mm. Mm. That's, that's we get a new we get a new security system and a new garage. I'm cool. It's Come not on. even just there though. It's everywhere. I went to Battle of the Bands last night. 
And there were kids after, like, we all walked into the car just running up and down. And I'm like, where is everybody mama? These are young kids, elementary, middle school kids. And this is nighttime. By the time it was over, it was after nine o'clock. So aren't you concerned that you don't know where your child is right now? And this is a lot, a large crowd of people and human trafficking is really bad here. So it's like, are you not concerned about your kids' whereabouts? No, they aren't. I feel like people get so focused on the work. So I don't, I, I wouldn't say that all of them don't care, but I do think that people are trying to put food on the table. And so they, they're like, you, they're latchkey kids, right? So in DC, it's like bad on the metro. Do not engage the little kids on the metro. They're going to cuss you out. They might jump you. Like it's, it's bad. Like don't engage. Just don't engage with them. Don't say anything. You see, like, people will, they'll play their music loud. Like, it's illegal on the Metro to play your music without him. They'll play their music loud, and older people or more mature adults will say, oh, you know, put on headphones or turn that down. And you're like, who the F are you? Like, why are you talking to me? Cuss these people out and be ready to jump them. You know what <laughs> else I know? Leave, leave at home without. <laughs> you My side piece. You can't have that in DC, but I hear you. Man, you gonna shoot the kids? No, your laws. Well, hell, a kid said they're going to see Jesus. <laughs> I said, he I'm said gonna, God is gonna be watching them. Uh, well, they're going to see him. <laughs> I didn't say that. See, that means death. I said God gonna be watching. He already watching them now. He's just gonna be watching. Uh, uh, watching. No, 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 no. But what you nah, meant was, what you nah. meant was, what, what you meant was, yeah, them to the king. Exactly. <laughs> so God gonna be watching. Tambla man. Tamla man, take me to the king is gonna be a real meaning for them. Exactly. You gotta say Hey V, what you got in social media land this week? Yes, we gonna call this social media land part two because Dre had already did social media land. I wasn't gonna say that, but I'm glad somebody caught that. What I was just throwing out some some stuff that I saw, you know, just to we gonna call a thing a thing. But moving right along. Wow. So in Thank honor you. of the kiddos going back to school, I decided that we would highlight some very interesting things that are happening this school season. Um, <laughs> so I saw this video of, and I shared with the group, this video of a mother dropping her child off um, to elementary school, and she was wearing booty shorts. So in the post, they said, do you think she's wrong for this? Now, school is not church. You don't come as you are. And although, you know, you a mother and you had to roll up out of bed and however you had to get your child to school, is it appropriate? Do we need to remove our bonnets before we drop our kids off? Do we need to not come in roads? Or should we be able to drop our kids off however we want to come? What do y'all think? Stay in your car if you're going to have to do all that. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not dropping my kid off with a do-rag, so. I think that was highly inappropriate. And I don't want nobody to see my mama booty cheeks, so that's kind of, I don't even know. embarrassing. You know, She's already so. be talking about your parents in the first place. Man, I right. love to take your mama home. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And then you provoke your mama in the fight. Man, I, I, I think it's, I think it's inappropriate, and especially at an age. Well, with this in this particular video, the child looked extremely young, and so your kid is a model after you. So if I go out in public to a school somewhere official like this, and I see my mom in booty shorts like this, then I think it's okay. And I think and and 
Well, I'm sh- pretty sure you're going to talk about this later, but you know, that, I think that's why we have um, uniforms. <laughs> well, those don't apply to parents. It, it's like, you know, what do you, how do you enforce that as a school though? Like, you can't come in here no more? <laughs> like, what, what are they going to say? Like, you're, you're banned from dropping your kid. Like, you still got to get your kid to school. So it's like hard to also enforce with these younger parents. Hate to put age into it, but you know, I said older parents. The worst your mom gonna show up in is a moo moo. That's about it. Stay your ass in the car if you ain't got on no clothes. Like it's that 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 simple. So what about the okay? We talking about the women. Y'all be wearing booty shorts. Let's talk about these hoochie daddy shorts. I mean, I like to see the man in the hoochie daddy shorts when they call. You know what I mean? And I, and I okay. like <laughs> But they butt cheeks not out. Yeah, the butt cheeks but, not out. But they print. They can be short and not tight. They can be short and not tight. Nah, bro. The hoochie daddy shorts that I be seeing, they don't be no. They no, don't, she I, meant, I ain't never seen no loose hoochie daddy shorts. Likes. But sometimes, some and some some material, you can't control whether or not that is shown. Like well, in some she, material, well, no, my might have just pulled them down and they walk as you ride. I mean, they ride as you walk. No, you know? no, they uh-huh. these, her her hers look like pennies. Basically, she she got out of the coat. She, like she, <laughs> she got out of the coat. Like she had on boy shorts. Uh, <laughs> she did push it. She pushed yeah. it. All right, y'all. Moving right along. Um, So there's another video going around with this little girl walking past the school bus. I guess she's on her way into the school. But baby got on thigh-high stripper heels. They're black leather thigh-high stripper heels. And she just strutting like she at Walmart going right on into the school. So you brought up, this is why we have uniforms. And I think a lot of parents get upset because uniforms are costly, but we have to enforce some type of rules and regulations because it's a safety concern at this point that the baby that came to school inside high stripper heels. And I'm wondering if they have mama's boots. Not a safety concern. <laughs> she, won't be, she won't be in a run at the fire breakout. Right. Baby she gonna, gonna She's going to be tipping. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that's honestly like why do you go to school i think that's what we need to think about like what why why are we here are we here for the fashion show or are we here to learn and i think there are two schools of thought around this like you know it shouldn't matter what i wear because i'm here to learn but it should matter what i wear because it's a distraction it's a distraction to the to people around you you can still be fashionable and cute and whatnot, but I, like, first of all, I'm like, how old is this girl? And second of all, like I said, it's a concern because, like you said, if a fire does break out or if some type of shooting, which is happening, you cannot protect yourself. You have to stop, unzip, which is wasting, like, what, maybe almost a minute just to get your boots off your legs. Because baby, baby was barely walking in them. In them. <laughs> She was walking like a she was walking like an ostrich. She was looking, she was looking like me. She was looking like me. But it's like, did her parents know? Like, you know how like you leave or your kids. Her leave parents knew. Her parents knew. They, they brought them. 
They brought <laughs> shit. They brought they brought them they damn shoes. Stole them from her mama. Right. And like, yeah, put them on on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> let me, let me no, tell you something. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. These kids here, bro. They push the limits. Okay. So they wear those kind of stuff. Like, no, her mama brought them shoes. Oh, she brought them. Don't Maybe she's a model, an aspiring model, and like there's just so much going on here. But like at the core of it, like she couldn't even walk in. The models know how to walk wait, in heels. Wait until you <laughs> like experiment. Like think about college as your runway, right? You get you get the you get freshman on the yard and you walk around. Maybe at twelve, high, high. Those are six inches. It's hot. It's summertime, and it was giving. <laughs> Boy, I know them. I know the legs were sweating. She was going for Mercedes experience, but she was giving Honda because it was not working. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, it was giving Honda. Oh, Um. So Dre actually shared this in the chat. There is a a, a little girl. She looked like she could be a kindergarten. <laughs> um, her mother put her on a Shein inspired outfit, it looks like, mm. with beads and crayons in her hair as decor oh, or accessories. To me, this is the kid version of like a 13-year-old wearing lace front and eyelashes. It's just too much. It's unnecessary. I understand you want your kids to be first day school ready, but like where do we draw the line between letting them follow the trendy things that their friends are doing and doing too much? Okay, so I just want to say I do think the outfit is very cute. The hair probably is a little too extra for me, but I do think the outfit is cute. For a fashion show. For like a kid's fashion show, not for me going the first day of school. Well, she's in kindergarten, so she's like finding personality. Like it's okay to show. No, her mama put that. This coming, this coming from somebody who's scared to go outside with with certain clothes on when kids are around. So you talking about that? She finding her personality, right? You don't even want to wear a crop top. Uh. (laughs) I don't know. So why is this okay for her? <laughs> Why is this okay for her? <laughs> I mean, we just reminding the listeners just in case they forgot. My bad. Go ahead. I mean, I think the little outfit is cute. I think it's a cute outfit. I think it's a lot. For school, it's a lot. About I think the hair, the hair makes a lot. She going to kindergarten. So just in case she got a pocketbook, as y'all call So the thing is, so the thing is, this will happen. She only got RBF. If her, if she don't have a, a color, she could just reach up in her hair and take it down and be like this. Her, her mama was making it accessory, yeah, available to her, her accessories to be the availability to her coloration of the school system. And she already ha- looks like she has like dreads. So it's not like the kid isn't like, forward like like fashion forward for her age right so like why do all that like you could have left the bowls and take it like why you putting crayons in this baby yeah she could I yeah, she could even left, left the beads i even found the beads, the beads in the bowls i don't even like the beads i really would have been natural but i think the outfit is cute that, yeah, the does she have on makeup is there a filter on this baby face like a filter. 
But but that's what I'm. That's what that was another one of the things that I was thinking. I was like, did she want this, or did her mom want to dress her up and take photos for her the mom. for social social media? These young parents for the way so that she cool. walking, it looks like she might be like a trained model or something from the way that she was walking. She got that face. She got like a so she got crayons. She got a little like stance to her that looks like she might be a model. Her hip hop. Mm-hmm. She got curls yeah. and alphabets on her. Alphabet. But this would have been fine for the runway. This would have been fine for the runway. It should have stayed there. Okay. She never she's carried gonna... over to the schoolway. She's got a sort of thing. Tell her name is Carissa. Okay. Her name, name, is, her name is Nubia. Nubia. <laughs> uh, she also what? better have a thick skin because look, he is mean. <laughs> so what? she's coming in here looking like a crayon box. Right. Look, he is. You, hold on, wait. Talk about, wait, you talk about look, he is. Let me tell you something. If a child walk in my classroom with this on, oh, I'm riding the hell out that child. Like, why is you coming up here looking at the crayon box? And then you look at like the chicken chaboomboo tree with the alphabet tree of what? No, I would. And B told C, I'm going to meet you at the top of the yeah, coconut the tree. the coconut tree. <laughs> chicka, chicka, boom, boom. I'm telling you now, I'm riding the hell out the little girl. She coming back. Right. Where be in that <laughs> Well, I hope, I hope, I hope Nubia, Nubia what's her name? Nubia? Nubia? Nubia. I hope Nubia's grades turn out as good as she looked in her little photo. <laughs> She, she could never have it. She ain't got no excuse not to have no crayons, not to know colors, and not to know her alphabet. Because if anything, she better know them two things right there. Well, her mama she, got all her school supplies on her first first day of school it, outfit. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I am done. We are moving on. Yes. Nubia, you got them crayons for the classroom? Yeah, they're right here. Hold on. Community <laughs> crayons. Baby, she got the A. She got the A four count in her head. <laughs> <laughs> and then sixty four count with the pills to sharpen the purse. <laughs> <laughs> oh On to our last. Joy, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> She just missing the coloring pencils. (laughs) And a notebook paper. (laughs) Missouri school announces the return of corporal punishment. This is for for their students utilizing paddles as a mean of disciplinary action. So they they claim that this is like the last resort um, as far as punishment, but they are bringing it back. What do y'all think about that? So if if they implement it like they say they are going to implement it. So in the article, they say that the parents can opt in or out. But they also say that they brought this back because they did a survey of the parents. And the parents said that they need more discipline than suspending them and sending them home. So basically, the parents like, you need to keep them at school. So basically, they came up with this idea to bring back corporal punishment. Now, supposedly, the parents can opt out. And supposedly... It's given as a last resort, resort, and and then thirdly, it's only administered by a minister, an administrator. So we had we got paddled when I was in school. So because <laughs> <laughs> of Dre. <laughs> so I mean, if you're, if the parents opt out, then they opt out. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh-uh. this these is a like breed of kids from you know, when we were in school. Um, they fight in teacher now, okay? 
So you mean to tell me that these parents are okay with another person disciplining their, disciplining their child? How about you discipline your own child? They said and they don't have home. these problems. No, no, no. No, no, no. you discipline your child at you home. And then, exactly. Because see, my mama and my daddy, them, they, even though, you know, daddy didn't want to beat me, but nevertheless, they always live by where you embarrass me at. That's where I'm going to embarrass you at. Ain't nobody. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. Hell no. No, you you ain't finna beat mine. Sure. Call me. Call I'm, me. Up I'm on the way. But make and sure you're going back in the classroom. Come to the school and be young kids. I oh, no, no. I'm going to take them off campus. No, no, no. See, this is what you do. You sign their ass out. And then sign them back Take them off campus. Whoop their ass. Sign it back in, and you go to class. No, again, I'm not we have met someone no. who got locked up for that. They they signed their kid at, kid out, disciplined them, brought them back. The kid told that they disciplined them off campus. They went and locked that person up. So you, but now you want me to give administrate administration the permission to discipline my child? Let me tell you something. Nah. Mm -mm. I'm gonna tell you what this boiled down to. One, I'm gonna say I have two things. When we were, when paddling was part of our school process, I said school was more of a community thing. Like you went to school, you kind of mm -hmm. knew the people, who, you kind of knew the people who your teachers, your parents knew who your teachers were and all of that. We now live in a society where that is not the case. So I don't think that it is appropriate for some person that I do not know who does not know me or any person in my, in my family to be, to be paddling my child. That's just beyond me. Secondly, I'm not giving no excuse for some white person to put their hands, paddle, any type of object on my child. Because if one of them do that, I'm gonna go up there and beat their ass. Well, who but said see, they were white? <laughs> <laughs> but see, I was thinking the same thing because then they gonna start looking at stats and being like, "Oh, black kids are getting paddled more than other mm -hmm. kids," and that's gonna open up a whole another can. So, uh, -uh. Mm -mm. yeah, I don't agree that they should redo institute this paddling situation. But I also think that parents needs to start discipline their own kids, like. You should not be depending on school to raise your children. I agree. And I don't I don't agree with corporal punishment because I think you can discipline a child without spanking them. Uh, if, if you're consistent if you're, and using positive reinforcement, I think you can you can discipline them without spanking them. But I, I think we have to go back to this particular county and this particular state and what the parents actually wanted. This is something that the parents wanted. But see, but this is the thing. And I tell anybody, it's just like potty training. I could potty train your child at school. But if you ain't doing it at home, it ain't doing no good. So if I discipline your child at school and you not doing it at home, what is it gaining? I agree. I try. That's when I'm at work, you know. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's a hand-in-hand -hand community thing, like a king said. Nah, you ain't here. Maybe, no. maybe this school, maybe this school is a uh, maybe this school district is uh community oriented. And maybe I, that's probably I, why. I think that that's the that's the vibe I got from it when I was reading the article. I think they like grew up in like a it's a small county probably, and they all know each other, and it's okay. That's why it's only that district, and I and they they surveyed these parents, and this is what they wanted. Hmm. Yeah. As long as it's that that district, don't try to bring that um anywhere around me and mine. In Hillsborough County, it's baby. <laughs> yeah. Tell me that. Well, that concludes this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So hold on, hold on before you, AB. hold on, AB, 
Keep it with your theme. Have y'all seen this teacher who got fired? This art teacher for her curve. Oh, I didn't know she got fired, but I seen oh, her. She got fired. Why her waist? Why her waist like that? Yeah. So that's why they fired her because yeah. she was voluptuous. <laughs> and they basically well, well, said her waist don't her waist don't look natural. It doesn't look natural, so I don't. But I don't know what she did. Why are you firing her? Because you're altering your body to be inappropriate in front of children. So the argument is because there's all these teacher bays now as they refer to themselves. Um, oh, they refer to themselves? Yes, they all call them teacher, teacher bays. Oh. Is it appropriate to dress like this in front of while you're teaching kids? Um, and people were saying, everybody that's saying no, just mad because they afraid that their husband gonna come and pick up the kids one day yeah. and they gonna lose their husband. Just no. how the kids should have a dress code, so should teachers. Like, every, every professional has a dress code. Like, you go to work to work. You don't go, like, you can be stylish and fashionable without having your chest out, without having your butt out. Now, if she was fully covered and she was classy all the time and she just had curves, then that's discrimination. But if she was dressing provocative in front of these little kids, now y'all know. Well, like she just had a shirt and some pants on. But her body looked altered. But her clothes are tight. Mm-hmm. So they they shouldn't they shouldn't be revealing in any way. Agree. Agree. You know they have they have a new show talking about teachers, a teacher sleeping with women. <laughs> Y'all know that that lady went to jail and still kept sleeping with that boy and had babies by him. So Mayor Kayla you Turno. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. And not saying that your dress is an indication of you being inappropriate with children but like come on kids gonna come at you their hormones are raging you have to be mindful of what you wear yeah in any arena you there like d said there is a dress code i I think we should follow social norms and realize what's 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 appropriate and inappropriate in certain situations yeah why would you call yourself a teacher babe like that's that is kind of like creepy. Yeah, like oh, I'm a so, teacher bay. Well, who are you trying to be a bay to? These little children. Well, they got prison. They got prison bay. She posted. Why she bent over the desk like that? And that's well, she's an art so teacher. Like, maybe like, she like she about to get. Maybe, nah, she like she about to get paddle, baby. So it's like, what is your goal when you come? I want. What is your well, goal? When I'm you not. Come to work? I'm not too bad at this one. But what is your goal when you come to work like this? What are you trying to achieve or accomplish? She's trying to I get mean, with the PE teacher, clearly. I mean, but what we want her to wear, though? We want her to wear a moo I was okay with no, the red dress. The red dress is fine. You can tell her motives because this is her every weekend. So, not her motives, but you can tell her. Oh. 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 So, okay, so your dress should be. Baby, she got that. She got that. You over as an art teacher and your ass is out. It's too short. So while that red dress may seem appropriate, if you bending over and it rises up, you shouldn't be wearing it at school. Oh my bad. I thought it was her ankle. So we should do so we should do apostolic type dress then. We, no, we, not we, apostolic. <laughs> red. Saying, Don't but you know you got a little jump you might have to be mine. It's gonna rise up. You have your, for your body. You go to your knee and not, you know, and not your thigh. Like don't don't dress <laughs> like you going you like you finna get ready to go to the club. Right. Hey, like she wore hey. this. This was fine. Exactly. This was yeah, fine. Yeah, right. that's fine. 
Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. Still, auntie, 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 auntie. But don't, don't. That was very cute. That work leaned over on the desk. That's crazy. Baby, she like she looked like somebody was coming to give it to her from the back. Oh, all right. right. Like, what if what if her students follow her? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, teacher, baby. That's another part. Like social media nowadays. Like following people. Like, uh, that's a lot of people have been fired from their social media stuff, particularly yeah. when they are educators. I was like, yikes. Exactly. And kids find them OnlyFans. They yes. make up stuff and steal money from people to get what they want to get, and they will have steal your stuff money. all around the school. <laughs> steal yeah. money. You know, I mean, <laughs> so the administrators yeah. like, look, this is what my child is looking at. I had some fine teachers in my teacher. day, boy. You had some what? Some fine teachers in my day, man. Let me tell I you didn't. What. I did, boy. Yeah. I did, but I never thought about anything. Like, what was I gonna do? Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, I was in middle school. All I did was. Oh like, no, I'm talking about in high school. school. I no, I'm talking about in high school. I had some fine dudes in high school. You know. Yeah, they was. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's let's move on because Nikki like slobbing over here over these people. Oh, <laughs> Alright, let's jump into the, the topic of the day. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about forgiveness. And I think it's a topic that is not like discussed a lot. And I don't honestly from surveying the people that I've talked to, I don't really think people understand what forgiveness is. So I, I want to open it up with what do y'all think forgiveness is? What is your definition of forgiveness? Uh, I think it's the ability to move on and remain cordial. I'm going to build on what you said. I think it's the, the ability to move on, but not forget. Mm -hmm. um, but to not also not hold anything over someone's head. So if you've forgiven someone, you're not going to continue to bring it up, which is where I think people kind of mistake forgiveness because they still bring things up and still like hang on to them. So I think if you've forgiven someone, you haven't forgotten, but you have moved forward and you are not holding it over their heads. I like what A.B. said, you know, she she covered the whole act, the whole spectrum. Is it possible to move forward without forgiving? Because that was no. that was a thing AB mentioned in her definition. Because mm -mm. if you move forward out forgiving, then that's weird. Like, what have you what have you really done at that point? Like, you did you didn't You're still it's holding just, on to it. So, out of the five of us, we can agree that it's letting go of all the feelings and whatever happened, and then deciding to just wipe the slate clean, not forgetting what happened, and then being able to move forward. So that's our agreed upon definition, right? I'm not going to say wipe the slate clean. What have I, you forgiven? At this point, I know you for your works moving forward. We don't have All to right. we don't, we, can move we can move past what has happened. I have forgiven you. We don't have to discuss it anymore. But in the future, I do know what your works are. Well, then you're okay. not forgiving me. You hold it on your head. If you forgave me, then that means the slate is clean. Like, <laughs> what? No, okay. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use a very generic answer first, and then like later on we'll probably get to some like more specific thing. So, say if someone steals something from you, you may have you you may or may not have given back, but you know they stole it. You may or may not you know forgive them. Look, forgiveness is I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm gonna move forward. However, 
at this point now, say if you stole, you know, $20, I'm not going to leave money out around you. If I forgive you, you just not going to be in my house. I don't watch your slate cleaning, but you just not come in, <laughs> in my house. That's, that's a that's a form of forgiveness. But I'm saying another form of forgiveness is also being able to say, I mean, we can still be around each other. I just know I won't do these things with you. And so that's forbearance. So that is an agree, a degree of forgiveness. So what we kind of said in our definition was kind of like exoneration. So it was like, I wiped the slate clean. We're going to let it go. What Akeem is describing is a degree of forgiveness called forbearance where, you know, I, I'm going I'm to let you go for this. But I'm gonna watch you. <laughs> like I'm gonna move forward. So you a thief, and I'm gonna treat you like a thief. I'm that's gonna treat what you like a thief. Yes. That's what I got from me. That's what I got too, yo. Like, what are some signs that you yourself are ready to forgive? I guess when you see the person and you don't think about it, when that's not the that's not the first thought. The first thought, not you a thief or you a liar. <laughs> yeah. That's really what it is. I can figure your name first without saying, damn, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's something for that you like, here's this nigga again. Like, you can't even, like, oh, like, oh hey. It's like, I can't oh, even leave my purse around here. <laughs> 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 I got my stuff with me to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> 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 can't even go to the bathroom while he over here because I got to watch my stuff. <laughs> you got to take the whole house in the bathroom with you. <laughs> Look, let's go stand outside for a minute. <laughs> go get yourself out the car. You gotta lock that quickly. I'm so sorry. You know I work for the government. Close it up. But how do you know? How do you know you're ready to forgive? When the good outweighs the bad. When I can overlook what you did because of all the other good things that we had going on. I also think this is personality. Because I feel like these cancers are very nice. <laughs> and they sound very forgiving and loving. <laughs> oh, oh Richard, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, call people out. But like, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't think I'm that forgiving. So it, for me to get to forgiveness, it takes a lot. It also takes, it's, it's a me thing, not a you thing, right? So it's me coming to the conclusion that I don't want to give you that much time, power, and energy around a particular thing. And so I I choose to let it go. And I also think you can get forgiveness. You, you can forgive someone without even getting closure. You can forgive someone without having details. You can forgive someone. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that it, it's a little bit different for me. I, I, I don't hold grudges, but I'm... I'm not that nice for you to just see. There's like I thought, there's different levels of how you like react to it. Like for me, I have a friend in a friend, my friend circle who we were really close friends, but they said some things to me that were unfair, and that has destroyed our friendship. And so we are not we're not friends anymore. And there were periods where our friends would have to split up their time. Either you hanging out with me or you hanging out with him. We are not hanging out together. But now we're at a point where I've moved past that, so we can be in the same space with each other. And I realize I've forgiven him when I can when I can go to parties and know that he's going to be at the party before people be like, "Oh, he's going to be high." Be like, "It's cool, I already know." Like I move past it. I say hi, we hug, and keep it going. He's been in my house, and yeah, I, I mean, and I told him to my friend the other. Day, I told him last night. Look, I said I have forgiven him. I've moved forward. I said, but he still owed me an apology. No, I, buddy, I, I, it's, it's no, not that's forgiving. not forgiveness. No. 
Sometimes you'll never get that apology. You will never, never get that apology. And if you, and if you, if you, you depend, and until that an, an invitation will never come out of my mouth. But I'm like Dido when it comes to forgiving. Yeah, so. I think it is personality based. I'm the type of person where it it takes a lot for you to get to me. Like I'll I'll take a lot, a lot. But then once you cross me and we get to that last point, then it's like I'll I'll wipe the slate clean, but I won't I will like release the feelings that I have about it, but I won't deal with you no more. Because if if you've gotten that if you gotten me to the point where I don't want to deal with you, then I already know I don't I don't have to deal with you anymore. So it takes a lot for you for me to get to that point. Is that is that wrong? I don't know, but I just feel like if if you gotten me to that point, then I, there's no need for you to be in my space. Agreed. Now, I mean, that's I guess that's not the cancer side of me or whatever, because I know me. It, it takes a lot for me to get to that point, and once I'm there, and when I deal when I deal with it. I'm the petty forgiveness type person. I'm going to be petty as fuck or whatever. Like, I really am. I'm going to be very petty. I'm going to come in your space just to come in it. I'm going to do shit just to do it. Oh, yes, that's me. You confrontation, baby. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Nigga, you be caring. I'm going to do shit just to do it. Right. I'm going to do Oh, yes, yes. I'm going to But once, once I get to the forgiveness stage of it or whatever, like, I don't... I don't want you in my space. If you in my space, I speak. Look at the hoochie daddy shorts. Ow, ow, ow. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll forgive you. You're not talking about mine either. <laughs> Talk about your <laughs> But um, I'll forgive you if you in my space. I speak, but I ain't gonna fuck with you. Like I ain't gonna fuck with you, right at no. all. I'm gonna be petty in the beginning. Trust me, I'm gonna be very petty. I don't even get that far. Like, if we get into this space where we was cool and now we don't talk no more, once I forgive you, I don't talk about you. I don't check for you. It's like mm-hmm. you disappeared out of the world. And if I do see you and I forgive you, I'll I'll speak. If I do see you, if yeah. if I've truly forgiven you, I'll speak. Like we make eye contact. I'll be like, oh hey, and keep walking. I don't hold no conversation. Oh yeah, we ain't doing anything. Mm-hmm. I just keep on walking, but. I've come come into situations where someone has tried to like rekindle with me, and if I've truly forgiven them, that's when it's like that situation where if the good outweighs the bad, like I truly do miss our friendship. I truly then that's when I'm like, okay, I really can like this is different. The good starts by weighing the bad, and then I I do genuinely want that friendship back. But if I'm just like I don't care i could I, I literally don't even care don't even think about them people <laughs> are there any unforgivable offenses yeah they're really extreme you know murder you put your hands on my mama <laughs> i mean you asked for what you said i think any intentional disrespect like to the point where you tried to ruin me. Like if you mm-hmm. did anything to my credit or anything trying to tarnish my name or my well-being or my mm-hmm. safety or those that I love, once you start doing like intentional things to ruin my life, there's no coming back from that. So I, I'll go back to what I said earlier. It, it, it just, if you got me to that point where I have to like consider forgiving you, <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, you've probably done something that like has like, 
top the list of unforgivable things. I, but I'm I'm very like easygoing, so I and I take a lot. So it it, it would it would really have to be something detrimental to me or my like or or my character. Now you assassinate my character, then we done. <laughs> like like my name and my character, we done. Because I I don't those are things I don't, I just don't play with. But I'm still be petty as fuck. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm definitely going to be petty as hell. Unforgivable offenses. It's like you have to be even family. Like if you if you're lying to me consistently, like I I don't want to hear what you have to say because you're a liar. If you're stealing and you got sticky fingers and that's your lifestyle and you a scammer, like that's not for me. Like I I can't. Like, why should I forgive you for that? I'm, I'm not going to put you in a situation for you to, like, continually have access to me when that's your lifestyle. You have chosen that. And I know that's not for me. So I have boundaries and I'm going to set them and I'm going to be clear and intentional with you about. Them. I agree. And I, and it's, it's interesting that you brought up family because I was going to ask, is there a group or a group of people that you will forgive more easily? For example, what about forgiveness in family members, forgiveness in your friends or forgiveness in a significant other? Do you forgive either one of those groups easier? And if so, why? No, I feel like family should know better. And so yes. for me, um, I'm going to hold that grudge. I'm still yeah. holding a grudge to this day that I don't talk to a particular family member because they came <laughs> at me crazy. And I had to, <laughs> had to cuss them out and let them know what was what. And then I don't talk to them. They call me. I don't answer your phone. I sent you to voice me. Petty as fuck. Just That's like not petty. I, I told you <laughs> it was going to happen when you came at me. No, 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 no. I, look, this, I'm agreeing agree with you. I'm, that's a part of, that's a part of me. My trust me. Yeah. I, I, I say with I'm family, with I hold you to a higher standard. Yeah. You actually owe me more than my friends, and yep. you owe me more than everybody a, a boyfriend. I expect more from you. So the fact that you would betray me or do anything sideways hurt me more than it could hurt from anybody else. Especially when I've been nothing but good to you or supportive to you, and you know I give you whatever you want. That's where the problem lies for me. So with family, once once I turn, I turn. Hmm. It is what it is. So basically, family shouldn't get you there to that point where you have no. to consider forgiving them. No, I feel like you can forgive family for for some things, but like it can't be. I, I feel like they should know better. Like you know who we are. You know our our values. You know who we are as a community. You should be respectful. And if you can't be, I'm going to show you <laughs> what it means to not be that way. There was a post. There was a post that went around saying women can forgive all these men who walk mm. in and out of their life, but they can't forgive their best friends that they fall out with. Mm. Mm. That's that's deep. That is, and I feel like it is very true. 
I don't know if it's deep. I think it's just accurate. I, I think it's very true. These men that would drag you through the mud, have you fighting with their baby mamas. These men that have you at the courthouse. These men that have you all over the news. And they be right back in your house next week. But your one friend who went out to the club and didn't invite you, <laughs> you fall out with. Well, I, I say this. Because I feel like an intimate relationship is is an emotional drain versus a friendship is just you can be like Nikki said you can be petty like right you you can think about certain things and and disagree and like I don't think uh it's as big of a emotional and mental drain as someone who you are intimately involved with and don't have the tools to let go or communicate or do things that you need to do I agree with you. And to build on to that, the reason I say that was deep, Akeem, is because it, it speaks to that person's needs. You, if you think about it, they need affection. They That's why they're able to forgive the partner over and over and over again and not forgive their best friend because they can't get that same type of affection from the best friend that they're looking for. A.K.A. A.K.A. The man could give you the D. Your friend can't. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with y'all because these friendships be 15 year friendships. People you grew up with since you was a little girl. The same the same friend that you call and vent to about all these men that you keep taking and going. The same support system. The one that have your back. The it, one that's like your sister. I, it has to be. You've been, this man you've been dating, y'all been dating for one year. One year versus 15 years. And you ain't never had nobody or uh, one of your friends drop off the face of the earth when they start talking to somebody. And no matter how long you long, know them, no. just just drop off and, and like the communication stop. And I, I think when that happens, it, it really does speak to the need of that person, what they're really looking for. You can't you, you've been there 15 years, but you ain't gave me what I need. But this man that I've been talking to for a year, maybe he can give me what I what I need. That's, and have I mean, you at the courthouse within six months? <laughs> yep. He give you what you need, all right. It has to be very detrimental for to fall out with the friend <laughs> that I've been friends with for a long period of time. Trust. If you if you speak on something that I have that the friendship thing, I'm I'm forgiving. Like if you if you don't invite me to the club, like who cares? Right. But if you run in your mouth. About some something that I have told you in confidence. Uh huh. We gonna have some problems. Yeah, we having problems. Cause guess yeah, what? The I... next time I go to the club, I ain't inviting you either. so petty. For us to Look fall out and you just never speak on the things we talked about when we were friends. Right. Right. But the thing is, people don't value friendship like that anymore. And that's why they will get rid of these fifteen-year-old fr- these fifteen-year-old friendships for a one-year-old man. They can make new friends. Not even the man. They're too one-year-old man to lay down the bed. It's a man. We're gonna have them at the house. One-year-old man. Rubbing your neck. In your in your pocketbook and driving your car. Gas on E. Oh, <laughs> dropping you off at work. Come <laughs> on, Jody. Damn it, Jody. Jody. Grinning and skinning in women's faces. <laughs> skinning and grinning, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Delta Sigma Theta tag on the back. <laughs> on the off- man. On the off- Driving around the altar. Picking up the other girl. The pink ultimate at that. 
You They're like, you like, know that's, that's your, your call. And that's your girl call. Stop listeners. <laughs> if this is you, put some gas in that girl call. Right. Before you get Don't bring uh, nobody car back on E. And get her oil changes too. And take us a look. That part. And that's clean it out of detail is. too. Yeah, don't yeah, have all that like. smoke and um marijuana all in that woman car. Take your blood wrappers out. First of all, you're you're an adult. So I'll get your house, please. <laughs> he ain't got no house. Her house is right. <laughs> and she lock him out during the day. Right. That's why he drive. That's why he drive around all day. <laughs> you ain't yeah. gotta go home, but you can't be here. Well, now you ain't get no key. I'm finna take my key off the ring when I give you the car. That's weird. He a thief. That is weird. <laughs> he gonna steal the car. He that car gonna be at a chop shop. Go be in the chop shop. Baby, I'm so uncomfortable. I took that title on, not on your car. The title on glove compartment, bro. I needed a payday loan. Before we move over to the random side note of the week, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to forgive someone who has wronged them? Pray about it. That's I got. I I have come to understand that forgiveness is for me. I I I'm sitting up here stressing out or whatever, and they going on about their life, living, and I'm over here sick, hell falling out, all that because I'm so forgive the person for yourself, and don't wait for an apology like a king. Come on, they coming. It's not. You'll never get it. I nope. did feel kind of poetic. They don't even think they did that wrong. Exactly. No. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Defense, they cut that trick off and keep it moving. <laughs> Listen, like, let that shit go. <laughs> let, let that go. Let let that, that go. trick. <laughs> <laughs> You can't let that go. Like, I'm gonna beat your ass on this train. Listen, I'm on the market. Like, do what you need to do for you. <laughs> like, I don't I freestyle really on you. <laughs> but if I gotta put these hands on, look, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be, it's not gonna be good for nobody. I gotta go to jail. Like, it's you everybody apology for your shit, huh? <laughs> 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 no. 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 I, 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 I forgiveness is basically me saying I don't have to deal with you and I'm good on that I'm good on it I, I don't have to worry about you I don't have to think about you and even if I do think about you my this is how I know I have forgiven you when I think about you and I think about the positive and not the negative when I when I when I think about you or your name pops up and I go, huh, I hope they're happy. That's that's maturity, that's growth, that's letting go. That's because Oh, know, that's where I'm at. Okay, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I look at you and it's positive. Then 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 I have forgiven you. I'm I'm not overwhelmed with past. Um but you know, wait a minute. I mean, I'm not waiting <laughs> on that. I just said like don't expect me to be like, Oh, we're doing this or come over out of my mouth until you the first thing that you need to have a discussion with me is like you know 
I'm sorry for what I said before I'd be like, oh yeah, you come over. And today you go get me wrong though. Like if 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 you if if I am wrong, I will say I can be the bigger person and acknowledge where I am and say, you know, I might not explain everything around it, but I'm big enough to be able to say, I apologize for my role and how I have hurt you in X, Y, and Z way. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> so I think it's two routes to this. If you want to forgive this person because you want a relationship, that's one thing. If you want to give this forgive this person for your own, like, clear clear mind that's another thing so i would say if it's for your own for your own personal gain forget on people and move on and it so that you can feel better because i mean it's eating you up like nikki say it's affecting your health and your well-being so you got to do what's best for you keep you in mind first if you general like genuinely want a relationship with this person um you got to make sure you're ready to forgive because you're not gonna have no relationship until you are really ready to forgive ditto to nikki avery and d i i I agree with all of that to add on to i I think it also goes back to understanding your role in the forgiveness process understanding that I, i i live my life by this i'm only responsible for me i can only be accountable for what i do so if waiting on that apology, that's that's uh, that's contingent on you, not me. So if I want to feel better, if I want to uh, not lose my hair, well, I already lost it. But if I <laughs> but if I want to feel better, then I have to release those feelings and uh, that energy and all of that the negativity that that's around that action and move forward. So just consider what we the the tidbits that we've we've thrown out, and hopefully that helps. D, what you got in random side note of the week? All right. So our random side note of the week comes from Tim. Tim says, I have been friends with a person for 10 plus years. and I'm interested in pursuing a romantic relationship. How do I make that transition? Okay, Tim, what you have to do is this. Um, first, y'all are friends. So you definitely have to go to this person yourself directly um, on a one-on-one not and i wouldn't set it up as a date it could be a conversation but it needs to be a conversation face to face and you need to have to say exactly how you feel you know i've known you over 10 years you know you it could be you watched them grow or you've seen how they move and this is you know it, it was a friendship but now you know it's, you know th- th- you're attracted to them and you can say what what makes you attracted to them and then you can just flat out ask them you know do you feel like we can give it a try at having a friendship and then once you give it a try if you do you know make sure that you're always prioritizing your friendship uh from experience i could say always revert back to if you feel that our friendship is in jeopardy then we need to have a discussion about our relationship moving forward so that we may need to stop the romantic piece of it and maintain our friendship tim i think that you should really evaluate whether or not you want to take it there because once i, I feel like sometimes once you cross that line then you can't go back it's, or it's difficult to go back. So I think you need to evaluate what, what this would look like in case this relationship didn't work out. Do are you do you want to risk losing your friend of 10 years for a chance at love? Or I think there's a lot of variables that, that take place here. And ultimately, I think you should weigh your friendship over a potential relationship. And if you're fine with whatever those consequences or outcome may be, then go for it. 
I think it'll be kind of weird because, especially if you don't deal with rejection. Well. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, so if you go gonna say hell no, because <laughs> it could be kind of weird. Like, she may not want to pursue this friendship because you're not looking at her as a friend; you're looking at her as a possible mate. So you have to be able to deal, like what Jerry said, the consequences. Rejection. What if it don't go in your favor? And if it does go it in your favor, that is going to be that is going to be kind of hard to go back to. I done been in a relationship with you. Let's go back to friendship. Nah, bro. I mean, it's possible. It is. <laughs> it is. But, but it, not, not with Nikki. But it... But- <laughs> But it's gonna take. I think it'll take. It'll, it'll take more work than it would probably take to put into a, pursuing a relationship, trying to go back and fix what y'all already had. That's me personally. I'm I'm with Nikki. Um, if this person doesn't take rejection well, it's gonna make it real awkward for all parties involved. Because now when we're around each other, it's a little weird. And it's going to make it uncomfortable for her to want to hang out with you moving forward. And then for you to feel awkward to ask her to hang out moving forward. Because then she's going to feel like, are you trying to force me to be with you? Or is this still our normal friendship thing? I think it just opens the door for a lot of weirdness. And then also, like Dre said, you need to you need to weigh which one is more important. Because you can't go back. I've done this. You cannot go back. I've tried to go back and just be friends. You cannot go back and just be friends. It does not work. One person is not going to want to just be friends if things don't work out. You will lose your friendship. I, I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> we are not together. I do not want to be your friend. Why would I want to see you? Why would I want to talk to you? Why would I want to go out with you? Like That's, I, that's different. Um. So let's say, for instance, Tim builds up enough courage and he explains and expresses he's, he gets enough liquid oil in his system and he tells this person how he truly feels. This person says, no, I want to remain friends. How do you proceed even after that in terms of you still want to hang out with this person? You still enjoy their company because they're fun. How do you continue this after rejection? Perceptually, I would think that she would she would be like like AB said, feel weird hanging out with him because he's probably still trying to pursue me even though I said no. Like he's only hanging out with me because. <laughs> because well, but I, see, I feel like you. Sh- I, I I think I'm the different mind of the group today um, because I feel like as a friend I should be able to say I understand that you may like me, but we not I don't want to move forward with that. But you are still my friend. Like I'm not going to throw away ten plus years of friendship just because I don't want to date you. I don't want to date you. I probably know too much about your history with your other bitches. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. like yeah. that might be that. And so that needs to be the conversation. Like, I know too much about your past. And that's not that's going to affect me in a relationship with you moving forward. So it, I think it just depends on the, the answer that you may get. But I would, you know, if somebody were rejecting me in that man. I would be like, OK, cool. Yeah. You've cheated on every girlfriend you've had. How am I going to be any different yeah. in situation when I've known your history? Come on, but but we've been together. We've been friends for ten years, and so I know you, and I know that you are know. a whole package. And I would never do nothing like that to you. Yeah, I'm a whole, <laughs> like, I'm a whole package. Like almost a level up on them because everybody got a history. You just don't know it. Yeah, but that's the problem. I know it, and so if I know it, I can't treat you like I would treat everybody else. So that's not fair to you. So we don't need to date. 
<laughs> I look at it completely different. And then I look at it, them other girls ain't me, baby. Ooh. Oh, yes, and I'm not gonna lie. That's exactly what I be saying. I was like, uh, you know, we are different. Like, you might you be You must not people. know about me. That part. <laughs> but come on. Like, there is difference. Like, women are different. They are different in how they perceive, how they respond to you, how they interact. So, I agree. I think moral of the story, Tim, is, you know, you run a risk. You are going to run a risk if you approach this situation and try to transition from platonic to being more than just friends. And so I do think that you have to kind of weigh out, think about those costs and those benefits. Like, it could be a point where you never told me you were interested in me, so I didn't think we had an opportunity to date. And so I think where you should come to this is, you need to be comfortable with rejection should this turn south. And you also need to be in that same conversation, say, regardless of whether how you feel or if you're be with me, I think we can remain friends or I'm approaching this. And once I tell you how I feel, I don't think I can move forward with being your friend. You need to know what you want and be able to respond and react to what she wants. Tomorrow's well, but is she showing? I'm sorry, I, go I got a question. Huh. Was she showing any signs that none. you know none? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. No. Well, let me tell you. You know how some women go go out with guys, but they've been friends with, but they like go out and have fun, and it's just like a one on one setting, but it's not a date. Mm-hmm. Men don't necessarily see those as hanging out. They think about this. I was thinking, where are we going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look at Akeem. Where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? Well, good luck, Tim, from the Random Gang. We hope it works out for you. But you too can submit your random side note of the week. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND Side Note. That's at RND Side Note. We're on every major podcast platform, including iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can reach us in a web browser at random sidenote.captivate.fm. It's been a great conversation with you all today. Notes this week. I didn't have any notes. I didn't have any I, notes, but I'll get back to I'm I'm getting back in the groove of things. I think yeah. we were on vacation for a long, long time, and so now it's starting to come back. But this was a very stimulating conversation. I actually enjoyed the entire conversation uh, we hit a lot of good things so we'll be back in two weeks uh, we hope y'all enjoy the holiday weekend coming up be safe don't drink too much don't drink and drive don't text and drive you know be safe so that you can listen to us in the future i'm dre with the Randall gang we are out stay blessed Bye. gang gang welcome to random side note